0: Well, we did it. Yep. 12 shows, two, two spin offs, or two miniseries, one Amazon exclusive, several movies, few OVAs, or OVTs, original video Tokusatsu. Or OTVs, original Tokusatsu video?
1: I have no idea. <laughs> what's, what's the
0: equivalent to an OVA for V Cinema. I cin- do
1: Mini specials. V-cinema. That's why I just call them. V Cinemas. Yeah. Would you expect that we
0: ever gotten this far?
1: No, yeah. 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 Because I could have called it quits anytime I wanted to.
0: <laughs> nice to know.
1: Oh, the like, Garrett. Don't feel like Ultraman anymore. I see. <laughs> but I didn't because I like doing this show. That's I, why I haven't.
0: <laughs> I know. That's why we've been doing this for over a hundred episodes oh, now. No,
1: well, not over a hundred. We're at a hundred.
0: At a hundred? Well, technically, there's the Godzilla Kingdom Monster Monsters session. <laughs> uh, do you want to schwa the roll call? Sure. Schwa
1: the roll call.
0: Schwa that roll call. Eiji Suvaraya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla, Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are...
1: Kaiju Sentai, Ultra Ranger! Love our little things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow gone. The
0: other son of the lion. Ultra Precaster, Light! Spring the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises,
1: Kaiju Sentai, Ultra Ranger,
0: <laughs> Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, Episode 100, zero, zero, also ahead. known as A 100.
1: Sorry, hang on. I gotta get I gotta get an air horn. Oh okay. That's it's that kinda of special. I wish I could get like an ultraman themed air horn. But that'd be stupid. Uh... yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm Ultra Pinkcaster Lane. And I'm your host, Ultra Yellow
0: Caster Gar.
1: Yep. Higher episodes. Yep. We're talking about Giant beings of light. Yeah, they're not even really made of light. They only light up when they're transforming. That's basically it.
0: Yeah, they're mostly made of latex.
1: Yeah, so they should be called giant beings of latex.
0: <laughs> Wait. Yeah, Cast Ranger. Oh, we do live script reads every 100 episodes. Ultra Ranger.
1: Uh... We have lengthy discussions about what we think of. The said franchise we like talking about.
0: Yeah, that's it's like instead of you know try and figure out what to talk about as a special feature topic, we just decided let's do a discussion.
1: Yeah, pretty much we're just going to talk about how ultra like how Ultraman has changed for us now that we've done a hundred episodes of a podcast related to Ultraman. So because I remember like when I started out like we started the show, I was just like. I was like, "Oh, yeah, Ultraman's cool," yeah. but we'll get into it later. So, yeah. Um. So this week we're talking about Ultraman and Ultraman Tiga, episodes twenty three and. We we were
0: very short handed with what else.
1: So like we were gonna watch Taiga, but one episode Taiga, but then it became a two parter, and we're like, well, fuck it, we don't want, we just want to do two parters, yeah. together. And then we were gonna do Gridman, but then we were like, eh, we should just wait till Gridman till next time we actually have to do it, yeah. And then so we just decide, fuck it, we'll talk about the three Taiga audio dramas that are about Fuma's origins. So.
0: Yeah. So it's like, like what a coincidence that. Uh, a batch of the Tri-Squad voice drama came out, and one of which is the uh, origins of Ultraman Fuma. You know, the, the other Ultraman from Planet 050.
1: The other, other white meat.
0: The other, other white meat. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, just, you know, we started the show of Ultraman Orb. We'll finish it with Orb. We'll finish it. We'll end it with Orb as well, but no. We started the show... By visiting Warrior's Peak and we've entered episode one hundred at Warrior's Peak.
1: hmm
0: What are the odds of that? Whoa. Whoa. But yeah, um No news. Yeah, unfortunately no news. Yeah
1: guy didn't want to talk about the Ultra Seven boots. <laughs> the
0: one thing.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be there's ultra seven boots. Yeah, there's ultra seven boots. They look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So you can stomp your feet in puddles and just go seven. Seven <laughs> Seven, seven, uh, seven. Seven!
0: I guess if there's anything big to talk about news-wise, it's...
1: The Ultraman DVD, Blu-rays are out now?
0: No. no, They're coming out next week.
1: Oh, I don't know. People have been getting them.
0: Mill Creek. Mill Creek employees have them.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, now each... Gar is contemplating his life. Whether... Fuck, I shouldn't get the Steelbooks now. Yeah. Uh, I might buy Gene on Blu-ray. No, I'm not sure yet. I,
0: I, I'm just thinking, like, well, there is Ultraman NICE celebrated... His twentieth anniversary uh this week. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs>
0: yeah, just nice.
1: Excuse me. Uh so let's get an Ultraman. Schwartz. Shrek! Try- So, episode 23 of My Home is Earth, so...
0: We thought episode 22... No, episode 22 was disturbing. With its whole, like, psychedelic film, like, photography.
1: So, this for e- this episode, like, because, like I said last episode, apparently what they just want to keep doing is every episode they just try something new. So, this one time they wanted to make it super tragic and depressing. This and is they, a kid they, show. They, they fucking did that. So... The kaiju of this week is the co-habitating monster, Jamila. So...
0: So tragic. So we have,
1: we have Paris HQ again, and this time, first, first we had fucking Jim, then we had Anne, and now we have Monsieur Alan. Alan. So we have Alan from the Paris HQ who's come to like investigate um planes and like boat and plane accidents that are happening where like planes are just flying like normal and then they just explode killing hundreds of fucking people boats are exploding too and then we get like the scene of like a guy being chased by cops because apparently in tokyo he ran over and killed an old man and like a kid oh no so like this cop's chasing him and then all of a sudden the car just stops and explodes
0: how funny would it have been if that was like a segue into like another show that they had? Maybe, like like, so, like, an, like another Superia show. Someone got hit by a car, and it's like, oh, if you want to know what happens, go watch Ultra. Go Man. watch
1: Ultra Q. <laughs> Ultra Q season two, not happening.
0: Oh, uh, it did happen, just you know, very many years later.
1: Um. So... So, they're, like, trying to wonder what the fuck's going on, and, like, everyone's... They're here, Like, the Science Patrol's hearing rumors about, like, invisible walls that's, like, stopping people. So, like, they drive to the scene where, like, the exploding car, uh, happens, and then they also get, uh, stuck in an invisible wall, but it turns out it's not an invisible wall, it's an invisible rocket. And it just happened to be launching while the car was, like, uh, while the car was stuck in it. Yeah. So... So, the, yeah, so these invisible rockets have been destroying planes and boats and stuff. So... Or are it, they invisible? I don't know. Um, so, Ide and Fuji, they decide to, uh, like, in the VTOL, they decide to try to shoot it down, but, like, Ide what? can't aim for shit. What? And, like, Fuji keeps, like, complaining to him, and he's like, I'm trying my best, bitch, okay? So fuck off. <laughs>
0: Alright, you made me carry all your luggage that one time. This is payback. I'm not shooting right today.
1: Yeah. Um, so they're just trying to, like, figure out what the fuck's going on.
0: Cap's figuring out where it's like, well, maybe it's not invisible. Maybe it's just, it's going so fast.
1: We can't perceive it. Yeah, you can't perceive it. Yeah, so he has like, he shows like an example of like a spinning wheel of color and it's like, see, if you spin it really fast, it's just like gray color and you can't see all the colors on it and
0: or it's like with a, uh, it's like a spike sporks on a bike.
1: Yeah, it's like uh spindles on a bike. Yeah. So like if you spin, it just looks like there's only one there. Yeah. Or like a solid thing. So yeah, they determine that they're just going so fast that you just can't see them, which is weird because. <laughs> um. So then they go into like a for the forest where to like investigate some more, and they bring they bring Alan with them with <laughs> them. So he's like in a science patrol uniform as well. And it's funny, because, like, you can tell he's dubbed over again.
0: Oh, yeah, he... Like, he's clearly speaking English. Yeah. Um, but, but he's um, supposed to be speaking... Fr- like, he's supposed to be native to Paris. Or, yeah. Or, you know, France. Yeah, France, yeah. So, maybe he's speaking French, and we don't know it.
1: it. The guy who was dubbing him, though, did sound like like it was, like, an, a white dude. So, yeah. you could tell. It's like, oh, Mr. Kurakatsu. <laughs> um... And then all of a sudden, they just get attacked by this giant fucking monster. Well, E oh E
0: they makes up some uh, makes up some weapons: the alpha, beta, and gamma rays.
1: Oh yeah, because they're like trying to like locate yeah. one of these invisible rockets, which
0: they found that, like it was a flying saucer. Yeah, it was just a flying saucer. Yeah, they they break it, like they knock it down to go into the woods to go find them. Like this is now just a strip independent film.
1: Yeah, like like and what's weird the saucer it looked like like a like a colorless hamburger. No <laughs> so it, like, it had like some flaps outside of it that kind of looked like cheese, so it to looked like a burger. Cheese. So yeah, so they they go into the woods and then all of a sudden like they see this giant monster, and... they see Jamila. Uh, well, Alan says Jamila, and, like, they don't know what the fuck that means. How does he know what that means? Um, well, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. So, we see Jamila, and just... Oh, boy. It's such a weird-looking kaiju. it looks like a lazy design, but then you get into its actual origins... So... It's it's dark. Yeah, so, like, it's running really awkwardly, and it was funny, because, like, when Gar saw it, like, he... Like, I go back in the little room when he's watching it, and he just see him, like, imitating how he's running. It's like... Because he doesn't have any shoulders. No. So, so like, his... his g- giant, long, meaty arms. And his arms are just, like, flailing. And he has no... You, well, he has, like, no shoulder. neck. Yeah, he doesn't have a neck. His yeah.
0: face is... Im-
1: Like, his face is in his, like, body. Yeah, and you can tell, like, his light... Like, you can tell, like, he has, like, light bulbs, like, in his eyes. Yeah, you can tell where the human's actually looking, because you see the air
0: holes on his chest.
1: Yeah, and then if you, like, look at his eyes, you can see, like, the light bulbs in the eyes. So that was was pretty neat. Um, And... So they're sitting at a campfire, and it's like a really cool shot of just them sitting at the campfire. And then you see like Cap like t- smoking a cigarette, and just they go up to to Alan. They're just like, "All right, you you called it Jamila. What the fuck do you know?" And he's like, "This is a really like hard story to tell." He's like, "Well, we're already this far. You might as well fucking tell us what happened. What what's this thing's deal?" So why, he, why are you actually here? So he explains, "Yeah, Jamila's not a kaiju. He's a human being." So, apparently, because, so, we pretty much figured out that this, like, they they stopped the continuity, like, the whole thing where it's like, oh, this takes place in the year 1993.
0: Yeah, at the end of the episode, it confirms that this takes place in the year 1993.
1: But later, they
0: just but, made it, oh, it's 66. But in 1971, with the return of Ultraman, they retconned it, or 1972, Ultraman Ace, whichever, They retconned it to be that the shows take place in their uh, respective year. Yeah. Um, However, that means this entire episode is retconned.
1: Yeah, it's like non canon, pretty much, which kind of sucks. It's not
0: canon but it's just it's so heartbreaking and
1: yeah depressing it's, so during like the space race um there was like uh an astronaut named jamila who got launched into space and he uh crash landed on another planet and he was like experimented on stuff like that and so he crashed on a planet that had like no oxygen no water and so like i'd say probably mars or something i don't fucking know
0: Whichever planet... Basically, he got lost.
1: He got lost. Got lost in space. somehow he survived on this planet, but it, like... It altered him. It altered him, like... To be what we see him as. Yeah, and, like, it's... Like, his cry is so disturbing. So, like, Gar looked up what his cry is.
0: It's depressing to think that... Jamila's roar is apparently a very low pitch sound of a baby
1: crying. And it sounds like... Yeah. And it's just, it sounds like he's dying. And, like, the thing is... So, like, also the big important thing is, like, the, they're trying to stop this thing because there's, like, a giant peace conference that's about to happen between all these different nations. And they want to make sure that that happens because if it doesn't, like, there goes a chance for, like, for peace for, like, a long time. Peace in time. Peace in our time. Yeah, our time. Uh, so... They, go to, um, they they wanted to go kill Jamila because they know, like, if we don't kill this thing, like, it's going to destroy the, the Peace Conference. Ide objects to it because he's like, that's a human fucking being. Like, we can't just do that to him. But,
0: frankly, Alan tells him the truth. It's like,
1: listen, Paris HQ,
0: they just want us to consider it, as, consider it a monster, kill it. Be done with her day.
1: Yeah, like it, it's yeah. not there. Whatever in like uh, part of human that was left in him, it's gone. Uh, which I don't believe. I like to think that he, there was a part of him still con- conscience, like conscience. Uh, con- <sighs> Sorry, just like he, to, like there was still a bit of him still left. inside, and he just he was suffering, and he just wanted his suffering to end. He was, like, in so much pain. So, like, they try, like, hurting him with, like, fire, but he's, like, you know, he has the ability to breathe fire, so he's very, he's strong against it. Like, he doesn't hurt him. But water is actually, so they shoot, like, rain-making bombs on him, and, like, it starts raining on him, and you can tell it's, like, hurting him so badly. And you can tell, like, he has, like, gray paint on him, so you see, like, the paint starting to, like, wear off. Um, And then, like... You see, I saw this one show of, like, this guy, like, running away with, like, a chicken. He was, like, a fucking chicken. Yeah. And then this kid starts, like, fucking running around in this village. Hyatton notices him, runs towards him. And then he picks up, like, a pigeon. Like, he like, a pet pigeon or something. I'm like, I'm like, who the fucking cares? gives a shit about this bird. So Hyatton just scoops him up without fucking any hesitation. Brings him over to the woods. And then he runs over, it, turns to Ultraman. And I guess the kid saw him because he was like, what the fuck? Like... <laughs> So like that kid now knows the height is Ultraman. Oh yeah, but no, just you, you mentioned like the guy
0: with the chicken. It, it kind of reminded me of an episode of Mash where go like, uh, they had to evacuate uh, the unit because like I think some attacks were coming over the mountain range. So like they all had to evacuate quickly. You see everyone grabbing supplies and such. You see Klinger, who's the crossdresser, mm-hmm. if you remember. Yeah. You see him running with a bunch of like dresses, like on a wheel thing <laughs> with a bunch of animals. That's funny. <laughs> and it's like, Clinger, 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 can't you leave all this behind? Oh no, they're like, they're made by like certain people. And he's like, alright, fine. <laughs>
1: That's funny. Um, so yeah, so he goes Ultraman, he starts fighting them and like, you know, he's, he's hitting them and like, he, uh, he
0: sprays water around. Yeah,
1: because remember, Ultraman has the ability to shoot water.
0: Yeah, we, did, we saw that in the episode with the,
1: uh, with the starfish. Yeah, Uh, yeah, and then, well, with the, yeah, with the oil drum. Yeah, the oil drum. The oil, the oil refinery. Um, and that's how we know that Orb Space Team Superior has the ability to shoot water, because we always wondered, like, how the fuck can he do that, but it's an Ultraman ability. And just the fucking saddest death I've ever seen in this show of a kaiju, like, even worse than Jiris. Because, like, he's shooting him with water, and, like, it's fucking killing him, and then he's just, like, rolling in a pile of mud... And you just hear his roar like it's just like yeah again it's like a pitched down baby's cry. So and then you just see his hand and then he just dies like in a pile of mud and just that's it. Like, he's gone, and it just zooms out, has this really fucking sad music playing, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god. this? What, what, like, what? This is a kid's show. Why is it so dark? Well, like, the subject matter, like, I guess just kids can handle that bit better, so... I mean, I guess. It was the 60s. It was a different time for, like... Just remember, like, throughout the decades of television, like, you know, subject matter changes, but, like, at that time, like, that was probably acceptable, Nowadays, it's like you can't have shit like that because it's like a bit too.
0: Oh, the concept of death being a kid show nowadays—that doesn't exist.
1: Well, I mean, it does kind of now, but like ten years ago, you wouldn't have that happening.
0: Oh no, you no. can. Like, best example was best example that I can think of is from a Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. They legit killed off a ranger, like uh, whatever her name was, Kendricks. Yeah, Kendricks. They killed her off. Because the actress actually had to leave the show. Leukemia. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, basically she died, and then she comes back at the end of the show.
1: It's like oh, I'm fine.
0: Yeah, it's like oh, I'm okay. It's like oh, okay, but it's like still she died. That's a bit tragic. Mm-hmm. Now in de- nowadays in Power Rangers, they I don't even they get think, destroyed. Yeah, I don't think they could say. I don't think they can say the word
1: death. I'm pretty sure Beast Morphers has been doing it.
0: Beast Morphers, Hasbro's, you know.
1: Slowly, we but got sure. a bit more balls. Yeah, um, but yeah, just seeing this thing just die like a pile of mud was just so fucking sad, and like Ide just felt so bad about it because he was like, I, "We like we just this. yeah." He's like, "I we just killed a fucking human being." I didn't want any of this. So, they make, like, a memorial of him, and did uh, you write down, like, the message? And oh, the flag. no, I didn't. Uh, so, it was something just about, like, here lies, like, a man who, you know... Who gave his who, life for gave, science. Yeah, who gave his life above and beyond for for the greatness of humanity and science, and, like... We, we should have murdered him. Uh, so, apparently, he was only 33 years old, because, according to the plaque, he was born in 1960, <laughs> died in 1993. Which, now that makes me question, the manga of Ultraman
0: yeah that's like the like the 2011 manga of Ultraman. it's supposed to take place like it retcons any other series yeah so it's just the hey, original it just Ultraman. happened and that's it so does that mean that story takes place in the future because this takes place in 1993 maybe or is that being like oh, like oh actually yeah it would kind of make more sense if it takes place in the 90s because then it would make sense why Hayato's around when there's like all this brand new technology and he's not like freaking 90
1: yeah um but yeah and it just ends with like Ide just kind of like giving him a proper send off and like everyone's calling his name but you just see like Ide's face is shadowed by the, the sunset and like apparently the peace conference went magnificently like it went really well so that's nice yeah he just Ide just feels bad he didn't want this. He didn't want it. No one. Not nope. like this. Not like this. Kaijus are supposed to fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, see, this is why we make kaijus mindless people. This, this is why we get emotional when kaijus have backstories. Like Alien Knackle in episode 10 of Tiger. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Uh, but yeah. It's so, like, this was a really good episode. Because it really, like, it was just tragic.
0: Just After, I want, uh, this is... I want something. I want good old fun Ultraman again. <laughs> I know. After two weeks. We need Hoshino back. <laughs> we need Hoshino back at least one more time.
1: Yeah, before he places like skiing.
0: Like maybe that's why Alan was there.
1: I don't know. Um, yeah, so on to Taiga. So episode 23 of Tiga, The World of the Dinosaurs. It's funny because 97 nah, nah, was when The Lost World came out. Nah, nah,
0: nah, nah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm interested. When, when did
1: The Lost World come out? <laughs> Probably a summer.
0: Oh pro- I don't think it came out in February of 1997. Though at this point, I was at least 10 days old. When this episode came out, I was 10 days old. <laughs>
1: May 19th, 1997.
0: Okay, so yeah, a few months before.
1: Yeah. They done. knew. They knew. So this episode was interesting. So it's all about dinosaurs. And it's about this race of aliens who we never actually see. They're just in a giant spaceship above Earth, but they're called the Naga. And like we hear like this one voice of just like Naga! So apparently their story was they have existed for like millions of years and millions of years ago back in the Cretaceous period of the dinosaurs existing they took a bunch of dinosaurs and weaponized them, turned them into cyborgs and buried them underground to wake them millions of years later to destroy humanity and wipe them out because they have neutron bombs and if the Yeah, and so there's these two uh, mini, like, reptile people that the Naga created, and their names are, get this, Adam and Eve, because of course. Wait, I thought, wait, were they created by the Naga? I think so. Like, it was something like they were reptiles, but then they were evolved into, like, human reptile people.
0: Maybe they're just the last of their race. I think. And, like, they teamed up with the alien Naga.
1: Well, yeah, to like help them, but like obviously they're being used and they're stuff. using you. So, yeah, so like Daigo and Hori go to check out like one of the dinosaurs they uncovered, and so like.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, so uh, what's the problem with this dinosaur? Well, just look. Holy shit! It's like 50 meters tall. To- How? There are no dinosaurs that big. I mean, except for like a. Brachiosaurus.
1: yeah but i love it like this the kaiju of this week was called the weaponizer yeah it's
0: dinosaur weapons gar gar fucking
1: lost his shit when he first saw they're
0: just called weaponizers and they
1: have like it well like you found it funny because he had like a long dated neck or whatever yeah and it's like
0: yeah yeah yeah, the dinosaur designs this episode made me laugh so hard because it's like by this point in 1997 we know what actual dinosaurs look like now so it's not like with Z Ranger where we have a T Rex on like standing high up. It's like no, that's not how they actually are. But Super Eyes is like eh,
1: dancer. So the Weaponizer's roar is apparently a reused Rodan roar. Okay. I don't honestly remember what Rodan sounds like ever. So okay. Which Rodan? Oh. And the Weaponizer's appearance is based off the Tarbosaurus. So.
0: I'm gonna... It's just a Tyrannosaurus. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if you look it up, it just looks like any other T-Rex. Ah, uh, yeah, so it does.
1: It's a tarp- yeah, it's a Tarbosaurus. So tarp- right.
0: Now, now if Cell was here. He'd be like, oh...
1: <laughs> Let me call him up now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Cell, Was there any uh, history of the Tarbosaurus being uh, weaponized into cybernetic organisms? What? Sure, Lane. <laughs> don't call me again. <laughs> Boop.
0: Lane, I'm currently busy getting bone. Boop.
1: Oh, he's on an archaeological dig. <laughs> um, he's expecting so, a divot. So, yeah, so this, like, Adam, who we see, uh, he, like, he looks like he looks like Takashi from Gridman, kind of. <laughs> like I, I just showed Garno. Like, oh,
0: oh that, okay, bold haircut with glasses, everyone's yeah. Takashi. He's an asshole.
1: Yeah, everyone's Takashi.
0: Why the an asshole?
1: And then they meet this woman, whose name is Eve, and, like, she tries to fight Daigo and Hori, but, like, they... She gets knocked out or something, but she planted, like, a bomb to, like, kind of release the weaponizer. Of yeah, um, so she gets knocked out, they bring her back to the gut space or whatever like that. Yeah,
0: or the TPC headquarters. But or, then... No, I don't think they bring her to TPC.
1: They bring her... Well... Be-
0: because they're on land.
1: Okay, well... they somewhere. Shinjo's sister was there, so...
0: Well, it was probably she was in the neighborhood. I was in the neighborhood!
1: I guess so. Um, so then, like... The weaponizer is, like, starting to attack, so all of Guts gets deployed, including... Uh, Yazumi, Yasumi. Yeah, yeah, like, the boss is just like, aren't you coming? You're just it's gonna just... stay here? What?
0: <gasps> really?
1: <gasps> you need my intelligence. He just dies.
0: <laughs> just
1: immediately dies.
0: I would have laughed if he doesn't know how to run, like, a... Pl- you know what? That would be it. He's book smart, but he's not, like, field work smart. Yeah. I think that should have been his character trope.
1: I think so, too, yeah. Like, like,
0: here, just he has a blaster.
1: What's this? So the nurse is, like, so Shinjo's sister's gonna, like, fucking... Mayumi? Yeah, Mayumi. She's, like, gonna, like... Do a know, physical? Do a physical. So, like, Daigo t- has his back turned, but Hori doesn't, and Daigo just goes, Turn your fucking back around. Oh, right. <laughs> He's like, oh,
0: right, sorry, okay. But, but then, like, Mayumi screams because this Eve has, like, dinosaur hands. Reptile hands! Yeah, she has reptile hands, Too <laughs> much... I just started thinking of, like, as much as what Doug Walker and them have done, I I still laugh at their old joke of his brother being a dinosaur. Like, that's all I just started thinking of. Just, I'm a
1: dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur. (laughs) 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 Oh, Godzilla. I like kaijus as well. So, like, like, Daigo tries to make them, like, make Eve listen to Reason and just be like, like, you're being used. Yeah, like, listen to reason. Yeah. yeah, so these like things, these things are gonna like fucking kill us all, and we have to stop them. Uh, so then, yeah, Adam decides to unleash a second weaponizer. So there's two of them.
0: I just want to know how many they actually have.
1: I think they, I think they just had the two. Because I guess they thought because, well, according to Hori, if both of them connect together, the neutron bombs are gonna set off and destroy all of humanity. Perfectly balanced. Just like all things should be. There it is against fans. So, uh, so Adam's like just crazy, and like the he gets like almost gets attacked, but then like he gets like a part of his face ripped off, and you see like the the reptile skin underneath, but then he patches it back up. So then like Eve joins them, and like I'm just tr- expecting Dennis Hopper to show up, and she's like <laughs> monkey. <laughs> um and she's like Adam you gotta listen to the reason Adam you gotta listen to the reason that's sober. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: like, like just Adam accidentally hits Eve because she, she got in the way and fucking and she bitch. falls
1: down a building in this really funny shot where you can tell it's not actually her falling off a building and then Di- oh. or Daigo or like jumps after her he looks even worse he looks worse because
0: he has his legs together when he jumped yeah you can tell he's obviously not green screen it's, it's just a still shot it, yeah, it's just um, a still shot. They took the shot, like, they. I don't think it's actually them moving. They just took a picture of them like that, and just, we...
1: Also, guard finding a cool shot of, like, uh, Weaponizer in the background while, like, Adam was talking. Oh, yeah. So that was cool. Um, So then, like, Adam thinks he's gone, but then, like, Daigo turns into Tiga, and he, like, grows super big, and it was a really cool shot, and, like, he's just like, holy shit!
0: Yeah, now that's when you remember, just how big Ultramen are compared to humans?
1: Yeah, they're, they're huge. They're
0: huge.
1: Um, so he goes to fight, like, one of the weaponizers, because, like, one of them is deactivated for now, yeah. um, and then, like, he starts fighting them together, and just, one of them, like, he turns Sky-type. I don't know why. Because he hasn't
0: turned Sky-type in, like, a long time. That's
1: probably the reason why, like, production-wise, but... No, Power-type would be so much better.
0: Yeah, but he abuses Power-type so much.
1: Yeah, it's because it's his best form. <laughs> um, so he, like, uses some ability to, like, freeze them. And he takes both their bombs before they go off, flies into space, He because he goes back to multi-type and he flies into space, and then he finds the Naga ship, mother ship, and just hooks the bombs at him, the bam! And Ray. Yeah, spelling Ray, bam, destroyed. He destroys Naga. Um, so then, like, he go, he, we see a thing that we don't normally see. We see him de back into Daigo. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, and so he talks to Adam and Eve, and he's just like, he's like, guys, like, you know, we, we need to work together. Like, we can, like, you know, if you just have. We can
0: coexist we can together coexist. as race.
1: And they just go, no, we caused too much trouble and damage that can't be undone. Like, we don't deserve to coexist with you guys, so we're just going to go home and find a new place to live. Then wait, he, wait, what?
0: Bye, And then, And then
1: he, like, briefly, they, like, we briefly see what they actually look like, and then, yeah, they fuck off. Yeah.
0: How funny would it have been if there were, like, those, uh, like, the lizard man from, like, the first episode of Star Trek? oh'
1: they're so funny. Oh, like, we're fucking...
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone knows the iconic like lizard monster that like Kirk fights. Yeah. yeah, that Kirk fights. Everyone knows that.
1: And you know the signature move in Star Trek is always just a <laughs> double fisted punch. Double that. That doesn't. Su-
0: that sounds like the stupidest move. A- Optimus Prime did, and he beat Megatron in the movie. I'm not gonna say anything else.
1: Also, also in Dragon Ball, that he used to. Like legit, like, that's so how Tiga would be like.
0: like sh- that's how Optimus beat freaking Megatron. <laughs> just like last bit of energy, just wham! Yeah. like like a golf swing. Just
1: <clears> or <throat> um. So like this is a cool episode of Tiga. Like I liked I like the concept of dinosaurs. So I like I like that they had like a a theme around it and that an alien race like you know didn't wipe out all the dinosaurs. They just weaponized a couple and sealed them underground to use them for later
0: I mean to be fair that's what we would probably do with dinosaurs they were around can you imagine like when, again, if you watch Ancient Aliens at night you know like the dinosaurs were, like fought in World
1: War 2 oh my god that'd be, imagine, imagine dinosaurs still like existed like throughout all of history and just like during World War 2 like we're riding on raptors with like fucking machine guns well we wouldn't be able to tame them oh we would oh, we god. would find a way
0: you think we would have found a way... Well, I think we
1: would have found a way to tame dinosaurs. We would have had them under our control.
0: So what, we'd be living like the Flintstones then?
1: No, we'd be living like the end of Dino Charge. That's a lot of shit. Like, instead of horses you would be riding raptors in the battle and stuff. Be, imagine, imagine having like a pet raptor. That's
0: so so, so, would that mean every other animal goes like extinct then? <sighs> No,
1: like I mean, bird, I
0: th- like birds are the closest thing that we have to dinosaurs nowadays. So like, what do birds just not exist?
1: No, 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 it's just like I, I, think, I think dinosaurs they would have evolved too because of like climate changes and stuff like that. But if a meteor didn't crash into Earth, I think we would have still had dinosaurs. They just would have been slightly more different. That's that's my theory. You want
0: the funniest thing? Hmm? Remember how in uh, okay, you know the mechs and Power Rangers Dino Thunder, right? Yeah. So an alba Ranger. When the meteorite crashed on Earth, it split the planets in two. So there's our world where dinosaurs wiped out and all the other dinosaurs went to this pocket Earth.
1: Oh, is that where right Ar- 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 Black's from? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're not mechanized. Hmm. That's legit how they evolved. Wow. They evolved over time to become those metal dinosaurs. That's great. And they can speak.
1: Well, fucking...
0: One of the best lines in that show is oh, we don't really like the humans, the buzzsaw dinosaur. They don't have saws in their heads. And I take a screenshot of that, send it to everyone I know, and be like, this is why we can't take Super Sentai seriously. Yeah. Because we get stupid shit like this that I love.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like this episode just because I liked how they really focused on the theme of dinosaurs. And honestly, Weaponized looked fucking cool. It was just a side cyber- fucking Cyber upgraded, uh...
0: I want these guys to so make a comeback.
1: Yeah. I want a weaponizer We have vinyl. a, we have a like, new fucking modernized version of weaponizer. That'd be sick. Bring back the Naga! Bring back the alien Nagas. That'd be awesome.
0: They, they found another planet. They breed. Yeah. Civilization. Bring they back... have their own Jesus. You know what
1: we need back in Ultraman? Fucking Bolton.
0: Bolton actually hasn't made an appearance in New Generation. Aside from the one quick cameo in the X movie.
1: Hmm. Wasn't he in Kinga? Nope. Oh. I'm thinking of the other one.
0: Oh, cameraman.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah.
1: So that was a, that was a fun episode, Tigo.
0: Yeah.
1: Now on to the audio dramas. Uh Cue the tiger bumper. <laughs> So yeah so this is the three part of a loser's son oh what a loser so pretty much this is just all about fuma's origins and like so of course he's from planet the 050 yeah and you know so the warrior's peak is legend is still true the one that guy and juggler visited so guy would get his powers to become ultimate orb so Apparently Fuma was like this son of a loser who tried to climb White Warrior's Peak but gave up halfway and just decided eh, whatever, because <laughs> it halfway. because Warrior's Peak is a very big ass mountain surrounded with a year round blizzard and it's just like if you do not like prepare yourself for it you will die.
0: Uh, I, I just find it hilarious that Fuma mentions like he starts walking down the mountain. I'm like walking down. I rewatched. I actually rewatched the origin saga quickly because I got a bit emotional. Though this being our 100 episode, mm-hmm. and how we start with the origin saga, mm-hmm. and I clearly see Guy and Juggler climbing the mountain. I mean,
1: well, like getting down is always easier than getting up. Yeah, but so. it's like, like, well, he said he had a quick, a safe way. Like he had like a safe route. Was there like, like an escalator that they didn't know of? No, it was just probably like a nice. Like drawn path, it's like it's like when you in in Elder Scrolls Skyrim when uh like you have to go up to the tallest mountain in Skyrim and there's like just stairs, there's like a thousand fucking stairs that you just climb. Bam, you're there, you're at the top of the mountain. <laughs> um, I like Mount Hornet. So he's pretty much the Fuma's not the 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 nice guy you think he is because he's kind of a scammer. So like he. Scams people out of money, like, pretending like, oh, I'm going to go buy you some gear to get you get up you for his breath. peak. So, he meets this, uh, f- like, four-armed, like, amphibious alien named, uh, named uh, Gerg. Yeah, Gerg. But uh, we, we, we're just going to call him Greg.
0: It's, it's literally just the word Greg if you put the R-E in. Back sw-
1: yeah, switch to E and R. If you
0: switch to E and R.
1: Um, so he meets this Greg person, and he's... name is Greg. Yeah, so Greg is trying to climb up Warrior's Peak to get the powers of an Ultraman, because he wants, he's already a hero of justice, but he wants to be an even more better hero of justice.
0: And he wants, and another thing that Greg wants to prove is that he is, just because he's a monster, doesn't mean he's not worthy.
1: Yeah, so he wants to see if, oh, I have to have a human form to, like, become an Ultraman.
0: Which, how to properly depict him. Imagine forearms from Ben 10 and the Merman fused together. Yeah, or, or like... Or not Merman, a uh, swamp thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking of as. Or like that the amphibious creature from Ultraman. You know, like the baby and his mother. Oh, uh, the Ragon? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, I just thought of him, but with forearms. <laughs> um.
0: He fought the Green Bastard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, yeah, so Fuma meets him, and he's like, oh, you're pretty cool, and, like, it's weird because he's, like, this amphibious monster, but, like, he's, like, has, like, ninja abilities, and he can shoot, like, light shurikens, and he can, like, project images of himself.
0: So he's Jiraiya. Uh,
1: Essentially. So he, like, Fuma's like, yeah, I'll take you up Warrior's Peak or whatever like that, and then he's like, oh, before we, like, climb any further, I have to, like, get you some better gear. So he, like, takes his money, and he scams him, but then... He runs into some bandits, and the bandits are like, oh, scare me another person, I see. Well, we're going to fuck you up. And then Greg comes down, and he's like, "It's like, well, are you going to do something about this guy? I stole your money. And he's like, eh. You guys are causing trouble. So he turns fucking huge and, like, scares them off. Doesn't say how huge, but he's cool. I'd like to say he went, like, probably, like, 40 meters tall. Nah, 30, to, 40.
0: I, I wouldn't say that big. I at least want to say, like, 20. Okay. 20,
1: 15.
0: Like, big enough. Big enough that he's not, like, Ultraman size.
1: Okay. I, I was thinking Ultraman size when I say he grew gigantic.
0: You know what? Probably ten meters.
1: Because that's
0: how tall Orb started out as.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So, so he was probably just ten meters tall.
1: Okay. Um, so then, like, he's like, well uh he fuma just decides to stick with greg because and and so it's like oh let's go back to like my hometown or something and then so they open up like a thing because they decide oh we need to do like virtuous deeds to like prove prove ourselves more to warrior's peak that we can like i can get this power so they open up a shop where i guess they like help people so i guess they just like they hired people hire them to like help them out with like Anything? Good, deeds. Yeah. good deeds yeah and so like you know and they're making money and like greg's like don't oh, think that's very virtuous making money he's like well we need to eat <laughs> like we're gonna fucking die mm-hmm. um so i guess so, like a few years have gone by and they've just been doing this shit together and like uh greg trains fuma until and like his techniques and stuff so then he like knows how to be like a, a ninja <laughs> Because, like, he makes him think, he's like, well, think about something. Like, I always think about, like, the cold, like, nice, calm waves of, like, the ocean in my home planet. And he's like, well, what do you think of? And Fuma's is like, well, I think about, like, you know, the soft speedness of the wind. And he's like, okay, I will think about that when you're trying to move. Um,
0: try to move like me. Bitch, I didn't even see you move and you're behind me. I don't know how to do that. So,
1: Greg decides to go off, like, to Warrior's Peak by himself, and then it just... Doesn't come back, and I guess he's gone for a while. I have no idea how much time has passed. Like I think, it, that, that's, I think like a year or something, or like a few weeks, maybe.
0: I, I want to say like two months, like it's, a few months at yeah. least. Not not long enough to be a year, but basically a few months. Yeah. Like, he just never showed up again.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so then uh, the Interstellar Alliance are like, yeah, there's this monster that's been terrorizing people who have been trying to go up Warrior's Peak, so can you stop him? And obviously it was Greg, so I don't know why Greg's been attacking people. Maybe,
0: maybe he just wasn't worthy.
1: <laughs> um, so you're, you're not worthy. Yeah. So Fuma Fuma goes to fight him, and then he fights him, and like you know, he's teaching him, showing off his techniques that he taught him, and then all of a sudden, like they get both get shot. Yeah, like like not like a laser sound effect or like a blast There's sound a effect. A gun.
0: It was a straight up gun sound effect.
1: Um. So apparently they were uh, interested in killing Greg, but they also wanted to kill Fuma because he was affiliated with Greg.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the Interstellar Alliance, you know, fooled, fooled uh Fuma into this.
1: Yeah. Um. But like they survive, and Greg like takes them to the top of Warrior's Peak, and he tries to like talk to the the, the giant ring, being like, "Oh, take this man! Like he's." he's a good-hearted person, he may have, like, a big mouth on him, but, like, he's really good, and, like, that doesn't do anything, and so then, like, Fuma's dying, and, like...
0: F- Fuma accepts the... Accept his... Accepts his death, though.
1: Yeah, he accepts his fate, and then he wakes up, Greg's gone, so it's assumed he died. He-, he probably is dead. Um, and he wakes up, and he realizes he grew fucking huge, and he became Ultraman Fuma. So it's interesting to know now that Fuma does have like a human form. He just refuses to revert back to that form. He just decides he decides to stay as an Ultraman.
0: Well, maybe it's like if he reverts back, he may you know die or may
1: lose it. Know. Who knows? Yeah, because like in that's the thing. People from 50 you know, fifty, they're fucking like. They live a long-ass time, so God knows how long he's been an Ultraman. Well, supposedly, he's, like... He's the youngest of the one. He's, like, nine... No, he's not 9,000. He's, like, he's like He's, like, 5, 40... 000. I think he's 4,800 years old.
0: Yeah, he's, like... He's the youngest of the 3 Mm-hmm. Which he's only, like, 4,000... Because we know Titus is 9,000 years old.
1: Yeah, and then, uh... Yeah, I'm just is like,
0: in between. He's, like, 5,000... 5,300 and something.
1: Oh, so is five thousand years old, Tyga's forty eight hundred, and Titus is nine thousand Oh, okay, so, yeah, so Tyga is the youngest. Um oh, so, yeah, he, he does have a good design on him. So yeah, we got this like really cool image of him like standing above like the the circle of light that like turned him into an <laughs> Ultraman yeah, in a circle of light. <laughs> um But yeah, so he does have a human form, as we do know. Uh, and it's funny how he, like, says a thing where he's like, oh, I don't care, I'm always gonna speak whatever's on my mind, I'm gonna yell out the name of my techniques, and...
0: <laughs>
1: so, like, I'm guessing that, like, the power, his powers of being an Ultraman, and, like, his, like, his ninja powers he uses, those are just abilities he has already, he just, they're amplified because he's an Ultraman. But mm. I'm assuming he has some Ultraman techniques, he just probably incorporates them into his techniques, so... Um, but yeah, so he just decides, yeah, and I just not don't want to revert back ever to my regular form. I like being an Ultraman.
0: And, uh, f- f- or not Fuma, uh, Tiger question, Tiger question, he's like, why did I get Orb, and Blue, you know, as like the, Or as the Ultralets when you're from 050?
1: He's like, oh, do you want them? And he's like, no, 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 I'm okay using Gengen Victory. So... And then, like, they just, like, they Titus and them are just like, oh my God, they realize he had such, like, a tragic past. And it's like, oh, I underestimated you. And it was like, shut the fuck up, guys. You're embarrassing me.
0: <laughs> a son of a famous Ultraman, a traitor's son, and a, and a loser's son.
1: Yeah. And then Taika just goes into, like, oh, well, there's a, I went to the time when I went to go see Phyllis. Yeah, 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 we've already heard this one.
0: It's like, it's like, Who's Phyllis? Well, it all began. It's like, ah, I don't care. I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> it's like, eh.
1: Yeah, so it was It was really good to get a look on Fuma's origin. So, like, I have more respect for him now because, like, I just kind of don't like him personality-wise because, yeah. like, he's kind of a loud mouth. But, but but
0: it's nice that we, like, you know.
1: Deep down, he's, like, a good guy.
0: Like, we all know their, their backstory. Now yeah, we all have their origins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now we just need to figure out, how they got together,
1: which I think will will.
0: Which the audio dramas after this will probably explain how they all met and how they all. Be- Sorry, how they all became the Tri Squad. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, what? I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt that story takes place in between a, Ultra Galaxy fight, New Generation Heroes. Mm-hmm. We explain why Tiger's not there. Hmm. Just they all just got together then. Then there. Uh,
1: Oh, probably. Uh, oh, okay. What? So apparently he lost his humanoid form. So he just he's always an Ultraman. He can't turn back.
0: Probably sacrificed his body. Yeah. Or think, you know what? That's that's what probably happened. Greg probably sacrificed himself
1: so he could become an Ultraman. Yeah,
0: sacrificed his own life to save to save Fuma, but in 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 the consequences he cannot change back
1: yeah so like
0: i saved you so i saved you and you became an ultra bot. like you you now have a body because the whole thing that fuma was talking about was that his 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 whole family talks about how the body is just a vessel that cannot contain everything
1: yeah so he's like you got to figure out how much you can actually keep in yourself Mm -hmm. uh so that's interesting yeah and that makes sense as to why, like, when he woke up as an Ultraman, like he noticed Greg was gone. So yeah, Greg probably sacrificed himself.
0: Religious sacrifice. Yeah, no, no, because he,
1: because like I think Greg just figured out that like Fuma was the more worthy one.
0: Well, we knew Greg wouldn't have made
1: it. No.
0: Because you know he's an amphibian creature, and Fuma mentions that how like being in the cold winter
1: you know, you're like, gonna die. area,
0: he will die.
1: Yeah, unless you have like the proper stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, good audio good
0: voice dramas good voice dramas now. I just need to wait for the rest of the show get done.
1: Yep
0: We're going on to episode 15 this week. We're only on episode 11 Whoops Oops. So it's, it's not our fault that you know a subgroup who's also doing Common Rider Zero One one is also doing it Keep in mind there are four subgroups doing Common Rider Zero One, one but only one doing Ultraman Taiga Yeah
1: I don't know why they're not doing Ultraman.
0: Mm-hmm. Fucking do it! It's, it's like how I mean, everyone has told us. Just no one cares about Ultraman.
1: Mm-hmm. We do. Well, yeah. And that's why we're going to get into it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much our discussion, future discussion topic is just thinking back now after doing 100 episodes of Ultra Ranger has that changed our opinions on what we think of Ultraman as like a whole as a franchise um so for me it has changed my interest in Ultraman a lot so now I'm very fat with all I've watched I've been very fascinated with it it's just it's so good so well written these characters you end up really liking it's made me feel sad for for monsters like monsters fucking die in the show it's it's so sad like We just saw a human who got lost on a planet and got turned into a horrible monster, and I felt nothing but fucking pity and sadness for him, so... Oh, man. Um, And just... Yeah, like Ultr- Ultraman's just really it's it's really cool. I I have a lot more respect for it now than I did when we first started because like I used to make fun of Gar for it. Just be like, eh, "Ultraman is so cool." Cuz like all I knew was the Tiga dub. That's all I knew until Ginga came out and I watched like five episodes of Ginga and I was like, "Eh, that was okay, I guess. This is like what Ultraman's doing now." I'm like, eh. and it just threw me off, but then thanks to Gar, We watched Orb, and Orb was fucking good. So good, we watched it again, just to talk about it more in depth. Which is... Well, I'm glad we we talked about Orb Origin, and then we talked about Orb also. Yeah. And then we watched... Yeah, we watched all of New Generation Heroes. We watched everything Zero has to offer. And now we're trying to, like, get through all the Showa stuff, all the Heisei stuff. Yeah. Uh, Like,
0: I I personally like how... Throughout the 100 episodes that we've done this show, we have covered everything from the last decade.
1: That's impressive. Like,
0: everything from the Zero movie to now, we have covered.
1: I, I love that we've done that.
0: Except for one thing, but that's because it's not subbed, and it's kind of just a clip show. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the second Ultraman Ginga movie. Yeah. It's basically just a kaiju encyclopedia.
1: Yeah. Um... But if that ever does get subbed, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it for sure. And you know, I've I've developed a more like love and like, especially with like merchandise now, because now I've like I found my favorite Ultraman of all time, Ultraman Belial, and then like my favorite, like I think my two favorite Ultraman of all time are definitely Belial and Orb Dark.
0: It's funny how you said it. it's like oh I found like the merchandise for my favorite character. Ultraman Belial. You only have one thing Belial related. I have two actually. Oh, oh yeah, you have the vinyl have figure. The vinyl. And ah. the S.H. figure.
1: And I got like room Crystals and yeah and capsules for them. Well, you um, have the capsules. And then there's my favorite title Ultraman which is Ultraman Jeed because you know when you say the next series is about the son of Belial then obviously I'm going to get super excited and go all in for that. So I thank thank you Subraia for making Jeed. Like Jeed was so good.
0: Well, that, that's, that's also just another thing I want to talk about. In the span of 100 episodes, Superman Productions have, stef, have definitely stepped up. Like, think of it. You had Ultraman Jeed, which was a rem- remarkable series, which but bleh, was probably the best tokusatsu show of 2017. You had Ultraman Rube, that, you know, like, was more comedic and such. Taiga so far so good. But not even that, but. They also have done like chronicle shows or like recap shows. They've done like they tie everything together with the movies and like like when they do
1: crossovers, like they fucking do them. Like, usually, anytime they need like an Ultraman to come back to reprise the role, they get the fucking person. It's amazing. Like, every nice. time they need zero, zero comes back. Yep. And, like, they do anniversary series, right? Like, Orb, again, is just a prime example of how to do an anniversary series. Like, it's so good.
0: Ultraman, Orb, Comrade or Kabuto, and Kaizo... Or, not, not Go-Kaiger. Um, Dobutsentai, Sentai are the three prime <laughs> examples. <laughs> you of... go-Kaiger, you're like, nope! <clears throat> no no Nope! Um, those three shows are definitely a prime example of how you do a good anniversary show. Because, mm-hmm. think of it, what do those three shows have in common?
1: Um... That's
0: right. They don't acknowledge that they're an anniversary season.
1: Ah, yes. They're
0: just, they're their own show. They get to do their own thing.
1: Yeah, because the anniversary... And and
0: they're not throwing down, they're not forcing it down your throat that it's an anniversary season.
1: Yeah, like the the only thing that we know it's an anniversary for Orb is that, oh, he borrows other Ultraman's powers. He's
0: using past heroes to fused together, yeah,
1: because he's ashamed of using his original form. Just he he lost it. And he lost it. And then he got back. Yeah. Um, and just like we've met so many great characters along the way too. Like, like Ginga being what it was, like it was still like enjoyable. Like mm-hmm. we whenever there was a bad episode, we had a lot to say about it. And
0: we found G- Ginga's Ginga's not good. But it's not the worst. No, it, it. But like you just said, when it's a bad episode of Ginga, we still have a lot to talk about because it's just we're having fun. Yeah, we are having fun with it. And the best part about all these newer shows is that they're so short. Like we can cover them all in like, like yeah, 20 episodes that's or that's so.
1: another great thing. We've been going, we've gone through so many of these fucking shows because they're just all like twenty five episodes each and yeah. stuff or less. So, and like we're never gonna see again. Uh, ...figure of Ultraman Taro... ...shying away from a girl getting undressed... ...and being like... I'm
0: gonna look! Ikara, hey, I'm looking now! <laughs> I'm
1: looking now!
0: <down. laughs> now that I look back on that thumbnail... ...and like... ...doing this show has helped me...
1: ...become a better editor. Yeah, become
0: a better editor... ...in like... ...not only in audio... ...but in like... ...in visuals and Photoshop... ...just... ...I feel like if I went back... ...and did that thumbnail now... ...I feel like I could do it better.
1: Oh yeah. And just like... ...you know... Sure, we lost Crunch and Noble a bit through, but, like, yeah. they've, they've moved on to better things and, well, whatever they're interested in right now. Yeah, it's just... And I just, again, I think the show's just better. That's just Mean Gar, so... Th-
0: like, not saying that we didn't that we didn't respect Crunch and Noble. Mm-hmm. Like, it was thanks to them that, you know, we kind of got this show started. Yeah. Because uh, originally what we planned out was... a. Uh, this was just going to be a spin-off of Enter the Amazon, where it was just going to be us talking about Ultraman Orb, the Origin Saga. Mm-hmm. That's only 12 episodes, so we were just going to talk about that, and it's done. And
1: we were just like, eh, you know what?
0: And then, you know, I'm, I started thinking of it, I'm like, I kind of want to talk about Ginga. But you know what, Gene's also coming out, so we'll start him. Yeah. And I think... No, we finished the origin saga, and then we
1: just decided, hey, let's rewatch Orb and talk about that. Yeah,
0: let's talk about Orb because then, you know that way, you know, oh, we can still talk about Orb, like we talked about Orb, and then we also talked about like Genga, Genga S, X, and keep keep in mind this was my third time watching Ultraman Genga, and my second time watching Genga S and X, mm-hmm. and my second time watching Orb. Yeah. Gene, I, I kind of want to go back and rewatch, and I also want to go back and rewatch Rube.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rube, Rube, we fucking underestimated. We felt so sorry that we, like, shit on it the way we did. Yeah. Because the movie made up... Because, again, the movie, the Rube movie showed the good aspects of Rube, and then we just looked back at it, uh, at Rube, and we're like, no, yeah, that was good. Oh, that was good, too. Yeah, they were really good at that. But, but, like, hm. but... It's like, and not even
0: just Ultraman. We've also talked about, you know, like... Kaiju Club, yeah, that was great. That was a good mini series. Mm -hmm. We talked about we're current. We're still in the midst of talking about Denko Chojin Gridman.
1: Which yeah, we would have talked all about SSSS Gridman, and that was like a great anime. Yeah, and like I, I still feel bad that like I wish we would have watched all Gridman before we watched that, because then we would have had a lot more. But like again, that final scene of just him just going real Gridman, and we just uh, uh, hear the theme uh, playing, and he's in this original suit, and we just, like, me and Gar lost our shit. So, like, I'll remember that forever. Mm -hmm. Um, and Gridman, Gridman's just been an enjoyable show, and, like, we're trying to talk about some Godzilla movies, but then we just end up being like, nah, we want to talk about this instead.
0: the, The problem, like, the problem with the Godzilla thing, though, is that, like, I, I'm kind of waiting for the crunch, or, that Crunchyroll well, for the Criterion collection to come out for that, mm-hmm. so that way where it's like okay, if we want to talk about a Godzilla movie, we have like a good chunk of them to talk about.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad we did that King of the Monsters uh, video <clears> where <throat> everyone talked about it. Mm-hmm. So that was good.
0: That that was a that was an awesome idea. It's a good movie, and we also have two more specials in the works.
1: And then I I thought of a fun little theme month for like the future. I don't know when we'll get to it, but it's a theme month where we talk about like, westernized kaiju movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll talk about, like, Pacific Rim, uh, Colossal, that Anne Hathaway movie where she controls a kaiju, yeah. uh, Cloverfield, because I feel like that'd be a really fun movie to talk about because it's, like, a found footage m- movie. Monster about movie. About a monster attacks New York City. So, uh, and,
0: like, you know, we've also come up with, like, good theme for other kaijus, like Mechagodzilla, freaking Mothra... Emily, uh, from Cast Ranger, like, our friend Emily, like, she came up with a Mothra idea.
1: Yeah, so, my still whole month of Mothra.
0: Gamera, we still need to get to.
1: Yeah, last summer we were meant to watch all, like, the Gamera movies, but then we just didn't have time, because, like, I was busy with my, like, new position in my work, but now yeah, that's done, so. Um... But, yeah, just, like, after doing 100 episodes of the show, my opinion on Ultraman is, like, I love it to death, and I would recommend it to fucking anyone. Like, anyone who's into tokusatsu who have not watched Ultraman, just, just, that's the best thing about Ultraman. You can start anywhere you want, and then if you're, after you watch a series, if you're interested in finding out, oh, what are these other guys about? Go for it.
0: I would definitely recommend, like, if someone's getting into Ultraman, I always recommend the, the original series first.
1: Like, for, for me, I'd recommend Orb.
0: You'd recommend Orb? Because
1: Orb, you get, like, you get a little sample of, like, everyone. Good point. Like, you get a sample of everyone. Uh, I'd probably also recommend the Zero movie.
0: Yeah, the Zero stuff I would also recommend. I... Mm, G- Ginga's hard to recommend.
1: I I wouldn't... I think I would just recommend Genga for completionist's sake. Yeah. So it's like, if you're interested in watching the New Generation Heroes, then, like, you know, put that on your list. But, like... I'd recommend either Orb first or like, like I remember Zero. my friends
0: watch like I remember my friend watching Ginga S and I'm like, Oh what do you think of Ginga? And you he's know like, what? And he's like, Oh, I didn't watch that and I'm like, Wait, so you're watching the se- you're watching the sequel series before like like before you watch the, the original show. And it's like, Oh, I just didn't like it. It's like you're not it's the second season's not gonna make sense if you don't watch it though.
1: And for me like my goal for 2020 is I want to watch the entirety of Ultraman Cosmos. So I'm really going to stick to my guns for that. So I'm really going to watch all of Cosmos. Uh, Gar is going to like pr- make a, like a list for me of like watching order because apparently there's like a prequel movie that happens. Yeah. So
0: well everything's easy to find for Cosmos. It's just gain it all
1: together. So. But like yeah. I'm I am stoked to watch Cosmos because I just think the concept of, like, a pacifist Ultraman who, like, really doesn't kill, but instead tries to tame kaijus is fascinating. And I know I do, there. I already do know Spoiler Cosmos where he has, like, his own planet and kind of like a like a safe haven for kaijus, and he has a family, apparently. Oh, so. yeah,
0: because of the saga.
1: Yeah, so I kind of got spoiled for that, but now I'm more so just motivated because I want to see the journey of how he gets there. And, like, so and like I w- I watched the first episode of Cosmos already. I really enjoyed it, but I'm gonna rewatch it again just so I can mm-hmm. start. But yeah, I my goal is to watch entirety of Cosmos, and then when we talk about it on Alter Ranger, then bam.
0: One of my goals with def like for this show is to always make sure that it's the best I can possibly be, and one that's one thing that I'm gonna try and start doing a bit more of mm-hmm. uh, after this, which uh. So like for the episode screenshots, basically instead of taking a shot from the episode, basically take everything that we saw in the episode, make it into the wallpaper for the episode. Yeah. Like for the episode.
1: That's gonna be really cool. And
0: uh <clears throat> sorry, I have a bit of bit of a frog in my throat right now. Oh, it's on Ancestor. <gasps> God damn it. Go watch Co-Bungus on Cast now. Oh yeah, go watch Cobungus. <laughs> Uh, I'm thankful for this show actually getting views.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, when we had a picture of fucking Akane Rika as our thumbnail, that fucking skyrocketed. Oh,
0: it's currently like our fifth highest-grossing video that we have.
1: Damn, like on the channel entirely on the channel entirely. Yeah, we almost have like 900 subscribers. I have no idea why the fuck we have been. I think we just have bots, but you know what? Ultraman. But you know what? We'll fucking take it. So You know
0: what? Aliens are finding our show. <laughs> Aliens. Aliens. Aliens are finding our shows.
1: Um, but yeah, like, I really love Ultraman now. Guard, like, thank you so much for, like, getting me into this, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So, and I've really bonded with you as friends because of this. So that's why I love to keep doing this with you because it, like, you know, keeps our bonds strong. So. Yeah. We're like Guy and Juggler's Juggler. Oh. Wait, so I'm evil? Uh, I guess
0: so. Uh, I know. Um Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Again, just not nothing big for episode one hundred, because you know what? I feel like if this was a video like a video formatted show, then yeah, I guess we would have to do something big for episode one hundred.
1: We don't want to see your ugly mugs. But well it's not even that, but <laughs> just
0: But maybe it's just like eh. Yeah. You know what? It's a podcast. Every episode's the same. Or not every episode's the same, but basically, you know keep going. Oh yeah. And uh
1: if, it's episode 101's gonna be a fucking party. Oh yeah, episode, <laughs> we're, we're
0: taking a quick break for a week. Uh simply because uh I need to go do something. Damn. Uh I need to go do something. I go see the galaxy. Well, yeah, in a sense. Yeah.
1: You know, you're taking ultimate zeros form going to go to another dimension.
0: <laughs> yeah, I gotta go do something quickly for a week and then when I come back I'll be fully ready for another ten more episodes. Because yeah, yeah. the way that I planned it, we got ten more episodes left of this year. So uh, hopefully
1: we get to one
0: ten. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully we get to some one hundred and ten. But I guess that wraps up this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultranger, episode one hundred. We love Ultraman. We love Ultraman. We love Ultraman.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Subariah. Yeah. Yep. And you, uh, took, you took something from nothing.
0: <laughs> episode one oh one will definitely include a new opening. Definitely.
1: It's gonna be more simple.
0: Yeah, more simple, more straight to the point.
1: We're not going to be out of sync for
0: Yeah. <laughs> Worst part of this is that in the future, when I want to go back and re-edit the show, it's just going to be like, ah, shit, I forgot about this opening.
1: Ah, uh, shit, here we go
0: again. Ah, uh, shit, here we go again. Alrighty. Uh, as always, schwa, schwa for now. And we'll see you in the next hundred episodes.
1: Damn right.